You're listening to The Counseling Clinic with Aisha Jane and Lisa Michelle, the show for up-and-coming mental health professionals, advocates, and anyone else who wants to learn more about the mental health field from two not-so-professional professionals. Hello, folks. Hey, everyone. Welcome back, returning listeners. Thank you for coming back. Uh, If you're new here, we are super happy to have you. Maybe it's not the best day, though, because this is our finale, right? (laughs) This is the last episode of the season, so you'll probably have to go backwards, but you can do it. Go back and listen to those other episodes. We believe in you. Right. (laughs) So first, again, this is the last episode of season four. Um, It has been a great season, Mm y'all, and I really hope y'all enjoyed it as much as we did. Um, We got to do some fun holiday stuff. We had a holiday listener giveaway. We had a series with some wonderful guests. We had a ton of fun. This this has been good. It's been a good season. Um, So thank you. We enjoyed it. So we hope you guys did too. Right. So thank y'all for sticking with us and returning every time. So as this season comes to an end, we are going to talk about therapy ending because therapy ends, right? Uh, so Or it should. It should end. Very good answer. Uh, <laughs> therapy should end. It is not supposed to be forever. And that's something I tell my clients. I've told them if... You go to your doctor every every week for 10 years. You need to get a new doctor. Right, right. And I was going to say, you know, if you're seeing me every day for 10 years or every week, we need to have that conversation. That's a self-reflection that I need to right, be having. Right. And this is a side note. I remember a professor saying that, like, sometimes you have clients who don't want to stop coming mm-hmm. and and part of that is fine but it's also your responsibility to tell them listen you just paying me just to be here because we done like <laughs> <laughs> right so but the other thing I was gonna say was I find that I tend to have to tell parents that a lot mm-hmm. and one, that could be because I mostly work with kids, um, but also it could be a parent thing because what I find is at the beginning, like relatively early parents are like, I, I don't want him to have to do this his whole life. And I'm like, yeah, nobody does. None of us. Right. <laughs> we all agree with that one. <laughs> but let's work on some stuff. <laughs> Before he stops coming, because today he needed. Right. <laughs> so, tomorrow, maybe not, but today, yes. <laughs> so, and it can be something that I don't think gets addressed enough on either the clinician side or the client side. I, I, I can see that. And then, and then. I'll do it, right? I'll talk about the failures of our field as a whole because there are Mm -hmm. a lot of settings in which therapy does not get to come to an end, but also because of turnaround and because of of unrealistic expectations, there's a lot of starting, right? 100%. So a, a lot of times clients don't get past the start because they have to get a new therapist, right? (laughs) So they're starting and starting and starting and starting. And I've talked to clients about frustrations with stuff like that, which they have every right to be frustrated. You should. This is your treatment. If you're not frustrated, who will be, right? Mm. Um, Mm -hmm. So, you know, I think that is an issue too. But 
that's not what we're here to talk about. What we're talking about <laughs> is therapy ending, right? So there are different ways that therapy can end, right? Therapy can fizzle, right? You, the client can just stop going or you kind of, um, get, maybe get a different phone number and the therapist can't contact you for your next appointment. And then you forgot to go one day and, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of a fizzle, right? Maybe the client is not in the right stage of change and mm -hmm. they are not prepared to address their issues yet. Um, and then also they can directly go against medical advice and, and leave and say, you know, I'm not doing this. <laughs> right. Right. You should say, no, I'm not doing it. <laughs> As clinicians, that's one of the ones that we can have the hardest time grappling with. Um, yeah. I know yes. when we were preparing for the episode and you mentioned it as medical abuse or neglect mm -hmm. that almost hit in a weird way mm -hmm. of like, no, 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 that's not what that is. Right. But it is. Right. And you don't want to have advice. To I'm back. sorry. Yeah. Not abuse. Well, sometimes I saw AMA and I thought no, abuse. No, sometimes. Uh <laughs> Sometimes that and and that's an unfortunate thing that we have to face in our field as well, and yeah. it's something we don't like to talk about. But that happens. But also, I think that that like as I guess like as a worker, right? Like as a person who's working, and somebody is not um, like the client is not doing that part. That can be frustrating. Absolutely. But I think the other side of that is like the actual clinician in us, you know, the uh, kind of even as far as heartbreak to see them walk away and, um, you know, not not live up mm -hmm. to their potential because you believe in them and you mm -hmm. really want to see them work on it. And you know, that is something that they can do. You know what I mean? Like, like, I think that um, it can be a bunch of stuff for the clinician, you know, and it's hard to watch. It's hard, <laughs> it's hard to watch. Absolutely. It's a relationship. It's yeah. the ending of a relationship. And we talk about this all the time, the therapeutic relationship as this beautiful and mm -hmm. um, grace-filled, wonderful environment, right? Mm -hmm. It is. It should be. But the end of that can be painful. Yes. Yeah. And we act like there's this, okay, it just ends and you need to move on. Act like you didn't invest in this person for X amount of time. Right. And we did. Right. That's a very good point. So all of those things can be reason for, for a therapy to end. But ideally, it will end because of progress. The client will have progressed enough to not need us anymore, right? That's the way everything works, right? You go to the doctor until you don't need them anymore. You go to the, to end then obviously that's preventative, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, you, you have a teacher and the goal is to not need them anymore. Mm, Even yes. parenting, as much as people hate this one, the goal is that they don't need you. You pre prepare the children for adulthood, right? That's right. So that they don't need you for everything, to cook their meals and different things like that. Even if you want to, right? I could do it because I want to, <laughs> but not because you don't know how to turn the stove on, right? Um, <laughs> right. There's a um, difference. So ideally, the client will have made enough progress. They'll have met all of their goals, worked out some stuff in between that, right? <laughs> and they'll be ready to leave and fly on their own. Um, so let's talk about some of the things to expect when therapy ends. So, um, again, ideally 
there would be a termination phase. Obviously, that can't happen if therapy is the wrong way, right? If it's against medical advice, right. if if there's fizzling, if the, the client stops coming, if the client is not prepared to move forward, right? Then we can't have a termination phase. But if you have done the work and been committed and, you know, achieved all of those goals, then you get to enter the termination phase. And that you know, like Michelle mentioned, can be rough, but it's also wonderful, right? It's also really, 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 really good. Yeah. One of the times that I went to therapy and I ended it appropriately because <laughs> um, I've been the fizzle before and we're going to address that in a minute. I have also. But... <laughs> Me too. <laughs> One of the times I remember telling the therapist, this is going to be my last session because of my job and whatever. We used that last session as a, what are we looking forward to? This is going to strengthen you in this certain way. And it was a beautiful moment between two people who have invested um, in healing and growth. Mm -hmm. That's really nice. That's nice. And that's, that's once you even get to like the final session, but also, um, Mm -hmm. you know, the termination phase can include more spaced out visits, right? Absolutely. Um, maybe you were going every week and then your therapist says, you know what? I think you can come every other week now. Or I think you can come once a month, mm-hmm. right? And then, you know, eventually you have that final session. And I think that's important too. One of the big things, you know, Michelle, you just mentioned that sometimes that's hard for the therapist, but I think um, what's I would say an even bigger deal is that sometimes that can be even intimidating to clients, Mm -hmm. right? Because as much as you work, you know, again, you've built that, that relationship, that partnership almost. And sometimes you're just not sure, even though you have everything that you need, sometimes you're just not sure that you can do that on your own, right? You want that partner beside you. Right. And I think that's something to address in the face. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. This is going to be intimidating. Or how mm-hmm. do you feel about now not getting to see each other regularly? Right. Right. And it's, it's normal for, for this to feel intimidating or, you know, mm-hmm. for you to be afraid. That's right. But it's, but again, it's a very positive transition. Mm-hmm. You know, try not to focus as much on what if I can't as you would on, this is great. I've accomplished so much in this time, you know? <laughs> so, right. So that's on the client side. But I also want to mention for clinicians, remember to consult, mm-hmm. you know, remember to consult not only in this phase, obviously everywhere, right? Whenever you, you feel like there's something just to check in about, right? Um, but I do think it's an appropriate time for a consultation. Mm-hmm. Even if, even if you're your own boss, right? Even if you're in like private practice or you have, I guess, like a, um, I didn't want to say solitary. That sounded weird. (laughs) That sounded weird. But um, maybe like secluded. Okay. That sounds bad too. I I mean, I don't like either one of those words. Okay. Sorry. Clearly we're distracted. But a a solo practice, you know, if it's just you, Mm -hmm. reach out to some of your network, 
you know, just just to check um, and make sure that it, the timing is appropriate. Um, because there's, there's things on the clinician side, too, that it could be time to end the relationship or terminate the relationship. You know what I mean? Um, like, even if therapy for the client shouldn't be ending, but you as the clinician need to end the the relationship, it might be time for a referral or mm-hmm. something like that, right? I think that's an incredibly important point to make. You know, if you're in an area, whether it's a big city or a metropolitan, sometimes it can feel competitive. Like you got to maintain all these clients. You can't share them. You can't let them go. You can't lose them. Right. But sometimes it's not healthy or helpful for you to be the clinician for that person. Right. Which is just as important as it's not good for them, you know, being being the client or your client, Absolutely. right? Those are equally important. Mm-hmm. Also, um, in the termination phase, you know, like Michelle just said, make sure you're communicating both ways, right? The client is communicating what they're experiencing, but also the clinician should be communicating as well. And below, we have listed some resources on navigating the termination phase, how to get that started, different ways of handling it mm-hmm. and then the effects on both the clinician and the client which is a pretty good read i like that they have an article about that you know yeah it was eye-opening even to research not because i haven't experienced those sides either side of it but just the different perspectives um how else you can go about it mm-hmm And then also, I believe that as a field, we try to stay away from certain things, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like us, like we like we just finished um, the not so great therapy series. Right. And, you know, we had to talk about on every single episode how it's not about bad. Right. (laughs) It's not. Of course, we're not encouraging people to avoid therapy. Definitely go go a million times. Right. (laughs) But, but, you know, we tend to stay away from those difficult topics because it's intimidating, right? And it's Mm -hmm. it's not as friendly and it's not really the image that, that we want out there. But, but like I said, this is, while it's difficult, this is the good part, right? This is, this is when you won, right? You know, <laughs> it's something that can be celebrated right. if handled appropriately, right? And and my point in saying that was that you know as we tend to try to stay away from those things. So I'm glad that there is research on it. Mm-hmm. So after the termination phase and you know moving forward for clinicians, it's important to know the policies. You know. Obviously, it's 2021, right? Um, and and <laughs> there's nothing without the internet. Um, and so we talk about things like um, friend and clients or, you know, th- things like that, like those ethical issues that people either try to ignore or call all bad. Right. Um, and, you know, for your own benefit, make sure that you're aware of the policies that you're required to follow, right? If you are in private practice, make sure you come up with the policy. What will you do? Um, what kind of policy will you have as far as following up with clients? Um, if you work for a 
an agency, make sure you know what their uh, policies are for follow-up. Can you you reach out to a client to see how they're doing? Are you not allowed to do that? You know, what is the rule that you're responsible for? And I think there's this sense of shame if we ask. Mm-hmm. Of I can see that. Mm-hmm. I would say don't feel that way. Right. <laughs> I know you can't really tell someone, hey, right. just don't have this feeling. <laughs> but trying to be helpful and protective of yourself, of the client's rights Mm -hmm. and emotional state. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely eggs. So then on the other side for clients, you should be engaging in self-evaluation always, right? Mm -hmm. Paying attention to what's going on with you. Because like I mentioned a second ago, there needs to be communication both ways. And you don't know what to tell your clinician if you're not paying enough attention to what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. You know, like I mentioned, the termination phase can be scary for clients and new issues can come up with that. Or clients can even create new issues to be to stay in therapy, right? Obviously that can work the same way after it's done. Mm -hmm. You know, if they've already left, then let me create something else so that I have to go back. We know that that happens. I mean, look at um, like institutions, like, you know, people who go to prison, young people who go to detention centers or um, or even like mental health facilities, you know, um, like residential facilities. I mean, they do things and go back into those places on purpose a lot of times, you know, so make sure you're watching for that kind of thing. And paying enough attention to be able to communicate with the clinician what's going on with you. And and for clients to utilizing the resources that you've been given, the tools that you've now learned from this time, this season, in order to handle difficult situations differently, you know, right. This is now about how you function in your life without the every week or every two week check-in. Right. And then you'll come back to more self-evaluation, Yes, <laughs> right? Because you'll be thinking, hey, this is something that normally would have triggered me, right? But now I notice that I'm handling this differently. Or you're saying, you know what? I just worked on this for this amount of time. <laughs> And I thought I was done with therapy. I was able to do it, you know, and use my tools and utilize my resources. But I don't think I handled that the way I should have, you know. And I would say be careful about judging that after the the day after therapy. I was going to get that too. (laughs) I was going to say that too. Give yourself time. Um, Don't don't just handle it wrong once and say, nope, I need to go back to therapy. Nope, going back. (laughs) (laughs) you know even if after a few runs you still don't handle the things the way you want to or the way you should or ways that are effective Mm -hmm. you can always return to therapy right I'm going to be honest and say that I've been the client who's fizzled um whether it was for insurance change I was scared and didn't want to keep going Mm -hmm. or what have you I know that redemption exists. I've been able to go back mm-hmm. and it's been still beneficial. Right. Right. Um, and I think that you also have to keep in mind, like you don't have to go back to the same place. 
Um, but you can go back to Absolutely. the same place. You know, I've had clients who returned mm-hmm. um, and it was different that, you know, um, mm-hmm. at least I can't speak for them, obviously, but my experience with them was different um, the next time around. And then also, you know, you can definitely return to therapy or um, you can definitely return, but make sure you're being mindful. You know, we talked about not going back if if you face one challenge and don't handle it so well but it was only one and you run back to therapy don't do that Mm -hmm. but also don't face a million and (laughs) and you know not handle those well and say oh I I could wait I don't have to go back today right you know be mindful and and really evaluate and see what it is that you need you know decide if it's time to go back, you know, but be honest with yourself. Be honest. Because <laughs> most people would be like, no, I, I think I got time. But sometimes you don't have time. Like sometimes you need to just go and seek that help again. And let's be honest, just err on the side of caution. I mean, right. if you've had a million and it's, you're like, well, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't go ahead and make the appointment. Right. What's the worst they could tell you? Hey, you, I think you're good. You might not need very many sessions, you know? <laughs> right. But, so that's all we have for you folks. That wraps up this uh, season four. We absolutely want to hear your thoughts and experiences. Let us know um, about your therapeutic endings right if you've had negative endings or positive endings that's not a thing I just that was the way I chose to say it, it works I, I got you I'm sorry you made me laugh because you were laughing at it <laughs> anyway um you know if you're a clinician share ways to terminate that would be really mm-hmm. nice because remember we're here to learn from each other um and also add things or mention something that we missed we would love that as well so that is season four thank you so very much um for sticking with us this whole season and for four seasons total we are i'm so excited i feel like a kid right <laughs> But this is amazing. Who would have thought? So yeah, thank you guys so much. We had a ton of fun with y'all. You guys have been absolutely wonderful. This has been such a delight to learn more with you all and hear from you all as we move forward in the field. As always, we would love it if you guys left us a maybe five stars, maybe four (laughs) uh, review on Apple Podcasts. If y'all would have saw her do the little hand in front of her mouth. (laughs) I'm just hinting. It's just a suggestion. You don't have to do it. If you feel like it. (laughs) But it would be greatly appreciated. Right. Absolutely. So we'll be back with season five on May 25th. Uh, Make sure you return and hopefully we'll have another fun season ready for you guys. So we'll see you guys next season. See ya. listening to the counseling clinic with Aisha Jane and Lisa Michelle. Remember to check out our website at the counseling clinic podcast.com and follow us on Instagram at the counseling clinic podcast. We'll see you guys by our next session. Bye guys. The music provided by Scott Holmes music.com and our show is edited and produced by Chris Luke.